Oh, motherfucker, you can't have my cornbread. That's for damn sure. Because if you try to take my cornbread, part two of my killing spree gonna begin up in here on your ass right now. If you think about my cornbread, they get the taste out your mouth. That's for damn sure. Now, fuck him. Fuck this. Because I'm from New York City, goddammit. Nobody take no cornbread from me. That go for you and any other you motherfucking farmers wanna try some shit. You fuck around with me, it's gonna be consequences and repercussions. Yo, what's good? What's good? What's going on, family? Welcome to another episode of the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. I'm your boy, Trey Frazier. I got my brother, Maestro Styles here with me. Yes, sir. No doubt, no doubt. Make sure y'all continue to follow us on our social media platforms. Uh, special shout out to everybody that's following us live on Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook right now. Make sure y'all follow us on those platforms. Also, you can follow us on Instagram at Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. My brother, what's good, man? How was the uh how was the holiday break or the day man, off? <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know, man. I ain't gonna hold you, man. It's been it's been it's been trying the past couple of weeks, man. But you know, we fighting. We fighting through it. Yep, yep. I feel you. I feel you. Uh I'm what about you? Yeah, I'm I'm glad that this week is actually here. Um, you know, took the kids to the carnival yesterday so you know all that was good the weekend was good it's never long enough obviously uh but we here man and uh we we, we got some things to celebrate today bruh yes sir yes sir happy uh, 300 man yes yes sir uh congratulations to you sir uh on 300 episodes of this podcast i don't know uh, how we did it bruh uh I, I tell you what, man, um, I know when we first started this thing, what, seven years ago, we didn't think we'd get the 300 episodes, let alone, you know, the amount of episodes that we did, you know, in the beginning there. Yeah. But uh, this is a uh, this is a huge accomplishment, man. Um, you know, of all the podcasts that we've listened to over the years, and I'm not just talking about like the ones that's like, you know, the top of the top, you know, I'm mm-hmm. just talking about you know, guys like us that do these shows, you know, re- on the regular, I- I've, n- I've never seen anyone or anyone as much get to 300, you know, the way we've kind of got the 300 episodes. So um, this is, this is a blessing, man. It's, it's one of those things that I feel real proud about, um, you know, just in life period. Like this is, this is a pretty good, uh, one of many life accomplishments, I, I would say. Okay, I'm with you. I, I, I'm with you, man. Um, you 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 know me for uh shit twenty years. Oh, I guess about twenty years now. 
Yeah. And um, I'm sure one thing you know about me is uh, consistency is has not always been my uh, my strong suit, man. So, uh, you know, in that sense, as I reflect, man, uh, me doing anything uh, for seven years outside of uh, music uh, is is. Uh, I, I kind of got to pat myself on the back. I'll be honest, uh, it's a little easier of a load to carry doing it with you, brother. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so I got I got to give you your flowers, man. Because uh, look, man, we did. I don't know if I'd be doing it, had been doing it for seven years. Yeah. Um, you know, without you being around to, you know, kind of keep it, you know, keep it moving. Yeah. Yeah. And, and and we've had moments throughout the journey where, you know, we, we thought, man, like, can we continue doing this? Like we've, you know, we, we've had frustrating moments. We've had, you know, issues come up where it's like we take a few steps forward and maybe a lot of steps back. And, you know, we've had these ups and downs throughout this journey. But um, I, I, I want to give thanks to a few people because, um, in addition to yourself, um, we wouldn't be where we were if not for the homie and the legend, Doug Stewart of yeah. two live Stews fame. Um, I remember 20 episodes in, we got that call, that email from the homie and said, Hey, I got this platform. I got some people that listen to me on the regular, you know, hop on this platform with me and, you know, we, you know, You'll, you'll get a lot of love. And, you know, we did that at the time and it generated a lot of relationships, um, yeah. you know, with people like <clears throat> Ben Strike, the governor from Minnesota, Chief yeah. Rock of Jersey, Vern, PC, Fish, Microwave, Mochi's, uh, yeah. Mocha Bella. I, I can't, yeah, I can't Mocha forget. Bella. Mocha Bella. I can't Mocha forget. Bella, I, I feel like I need to go to Florida and see you. Like, 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 <laughs> yeah, Mocha Bella for sure. Like, we, we, de- I, like, I feel like I need to make that trip one day. Yeah, yeah. Like, she, she's pretty important when it comes to the life of this podcast, in addition to Doug, obviously, but Mocha yeah. is the one that sometimes I, I gotta get I, Mocha number two, man. I, Doug, number one, I got to get Mocha number two, man. Yeah. For sure. Sometimes when I'm like up at night sometimes and I'm looking through my phone and she's posting stuff at like two in the morning sometimes or sometimes like early in the morning when I get up, she's like six in the morning promoting something. And it's like, yo, she don't sleep. <laughs> like she, you know, she's on it like every single time. So um, yeah, she's definitely a big part of it. And as she's in the Facebook live chat, uh, congratulating us on 300 episodes. Thank you. Um, she is very, very important when it comes to, uh, the life of this podcast. So I, I definitely want to give her flowers as yeah, well. For sure. Um, and, and, and like I said, just kind of going back to the whole generating relationships and things like that. Um, you brought this up a few months ago, um, one of your favorite episodes um, during this run was our trip to Atlanta, where uh, we met up with Chief Rock of Jersey Vern at his crib. We did the show and uh, a bunch of guys. Kesey was there. uh, Grego uh, Sluggo was there. You know, a few other cats as well. And that was that was a show that was really like 
Like that was the one. Like I, you, yeah. you, you, you made me change my mind because I, I did have a favorite um, that I shared, and I'll share it again. But this one right here, um, the the live Atlanta show, that was dope. Yeah, man. And, and, and to be honest with you, man, it, it was so much fun. I don't even remember. I don't remember what we talked about. I don't remember <laughs> really what happened. Uh, I, I just remember. I, I just remember Chief Rocka's son. Shout out to his son. Yeah, for um, sure. he let us in the crib. Chief Rocker wasn't there yet. And we started doing all the hookups and, you know, equipment and things like that. And we was like, OK, we're going to start doing the show, whatever. It was seven o'clock Eastern time. I said, let's do the show. And first person that come through the door, Kesey, coming yeah. through the door like it's his crib. Like, yeah. like, like, nigga, like it's this your house. Like yeah. <laughs> it, it, it was crazy. And then. I think Sluggo came in afterwards and then followed by someone else. I, I forget who it was. And then next thing you know, Chief is just yelling, you know, through the house coming through, you know, making yeah. an entrance and stuff. So I, I, I remember that. I, I, I remember I, it got really loud. I, I do remember yeah. that. I remember it got real loud. Yes. Um, like it, like if we if we ever uh, you know, kind of emulated a Drink Champs episode ever. I think yep. that was our closest imitation of a, a Drink Champs episode. It, I mean, the energy, like I said, I don't remember what we talked about. I don't remember nothing. I, 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 I just remember, you know, just good sports talk, yelling, mm. you know, like yep. talking that shit. And yes. um, yeah. low key, we got to do that again, man. Yeah, okay, we gotta do that again. Yeah, we gotta find a way to hook that up again. And yeah. uh, and and shout out to Rough Buff too, because Rough Buff was in yeah, the building yeah, also. Rough, yeah, Rough he, he, Buff. He was yeah. he was there too. I, it just came to mind that that he was there. So uh, shout out to him too, man. And uh, the X Squad too. Um, you know, for certainly uh, you know showing support throughout the years. Mm-hmm. Um, let me let me let me get to this too, because my uh, my wife Debbie is in the Facebook live chat congratulating us. You know, Thank to you. Uh, 300 and uh, congratulations, Trey and Maestro. Here's to 300 more. I got to tell it. you, and I, and, I, and I know we mentioned Doug and we talked about Mocha Bella, but I got to tell you, man, um, Debbie has been like ride or die when it when it comes to this podcast. Mm-hmm. I, I, I tell you something real good, man. And, you know, we we, we were talking about it smart man. before the show. We, we, we were mm-hmm. talking about it before the show. Um, she she always finds a way to say, "Hey, you you, you canceled the podcast episode tonight yet? What's what's going on? What you doing? Mm-hmm. You know, every every Tuesday pregame before the show, she always asks, "Hey, you canceling yet? Like, what's going on?" But she's been she's been a big big supporter um, throughout this run because obviously, you know, to deal with the kids while I'm doing this yeah. every Tuesday. Um, sometimes, you know, and, and, you know, sometimes you hear the kids in the background, sometimes it could get a little rough. Um, but you know, she, she, a couple times you had to get up out of here. You had to take five minutes. I've had, I've had to cut this. Yeah. I've had to cut the episode short a few times. Yeah. Yeah, So, um, but yeah, she, she's, she's a big, you know, big, big supporter. You know, Deb, you get an extra hug next time I see you, girl. Extra hug. Yeah, yeah, man. So shout out to my wife, man. You know, big, big support from her uh, during this run. Um, I, I guess the other thing I could talk about. Um, so, 
you know, one of the things that, at least in the last, and I'm and I'm glad that this 300 episode is coming at the halfway point of the year of the calendar year 2022 because I I felt like we closed the half out really well this year so far with the amount of guests that we've had on. We've kind of gone through some changes, uh, you know, did some things with the format. Um, one one of the important things to me and. It, it, it's in a little bit of relation to how we got on with X squad and, you know, how that fan base down in Atlanta, certain parts of the South, we, you know, we, we, we kind of had the South a little bit in terms of our listenership viewership and, you know, and all that good stuff. But yeah. one of, one of the, one of the more important things to me this year was being able to get, you know, close to home, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? DC, you know, I'm in the Baltimore area here. Um, that was one of the more important things to me was being able to branch out to people in this area that know sports, talk it, do shows, do podcasts like we do here. And special thanks to Liz Robbins. Yeah. Because I feel like she kind of jumped off our little run here of you know, having, you know, interviews and people from the area come on. Um, Ashley Baker, I want to give yeah. a shout out to. She's local as well. Uh, Miss Bree down at the shop, you know, near our house uh, for coming on. And you and I know you wasn't with us a couple of weeks ago, but Mikel Ramos, who's also a uh, D.C. sports fan, uh, lives in Baltimore, but, you know, roots for the uh, hometown Redskins and all that good stuff. Um, you know, shout out to them um, yeah. because, you know, that's local talent that um, we, we, we certainly appreciate and that we certainly, you know, look forward to having them back on as well as many other people in the area here. So, um, you know, mm-hmm. thanks to those that came out and thanks to everyone else who's been guests up to this point this year yeah, so man. far. And everybody um, who's listened, supported, shared, uh, contributed in, in some manner. I mean, it, everybody who's uh, ha- ever had something to do with this podcast, man, um, we we thankful. We thankful. It, it ain't no other way to say it, man. Um, man, we started this um, idea just, you know, I, we was kicking it like, hey, man, we don't mm-hmm. talk to each other like we used to. We want to, you know, I think both me and you agreed that we, we used to talk sports all the time and life kind of became what life was and we didn't get to talk about it no more. And I'm like, well, yeah. you know, podcast is the new thing. And, and and here we are. Here we are. We get to, like, I, you know, I talk to you every week now um, in, a, in a business capacity, but yep. I still get to talk to you like my homie. Yep. So um, it, it's, 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 it's dope that uh, me and you in business, um, from just talking sports shit, you know, I, you know, I, I think that's dope. And I, you know, I look forward to the future. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, like my wife said in the chat, you know, here's more to 300 more episodes. I'm, I'm looking forward to it, man. I feel like again, man, 2022 this year jumped off and you know, where we are at the halfway point this year, man, I'm, I'm, I'm proud of the steps that we've, We've taken to, you know, get our platform more out there, uh, generate a lot more relationships with people, you know, close 
and far away and looking to create some many more relationships as well. And, you know, this is, this is the format right now. You know, uh, you know, I've been, I've been looking at NFL schedules for the fall and, you know, trying to figure out, you know, who can we come on, you know, what team, what fans or teams can come on that particular week. And I'm, I'm, I'm planning, man, I'm, I'm, I'm looking ahead and planning on really, you know, trying to, trying to get some more people up on here to, you know, talk, they talk. So, um, for me, it ain't going to stop. Uh, we just going to keep doing it like we're doing it, man. I'm, yes, I'm going I'm, I'm to say something that, um, the homie Damian Adams said last week on the show, shout out to him. Um, he mentioned the content because, you know, just like us, he expressed in the episode how he felt like, damn, do I really want to do this? And the one thing he said was, look, don't focus on the numbers, focus on the content. If you focus mm-hmm. on the content, then the numbers will come. Right. And I, I think 2022, this half of 2022 for us, I think has shown that so far mm-hmm. and, 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 and I, and I hope it continues, you know, the rest of the way, you know, as we move forward, man, um, can I'm, we I'm shout out some of the love we got from, you know, like, you know, Doug, Doug Stewart, obviously, but I mean, Chuck Dita showed some love, shout out David Aldridge, uh, yep. Reese Waters. Like we, we, we didn't got some love for some, uh, you know, from a few folks out here, man. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. Just, just like you said, uh, creating content. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, definitely we've made, we're, we're making the necessary steps, man. I, I, I'm proud of, I'm proud of us yeah. as a collective. Yeah. And you mentioned Dave Aldridge, uh, who's a legend in, you know, sports broadcasting, um, tried to get him on, uh, tough, very tough to get a guy like that on, you know, on the podcast. It ain't happened yet. It just ain't happened yet. It just ain't happened yet. It just ain't happened yet. But I, I tell you what, man, and I, and I said it weeks ago, it's it's always great when the talent is local. And David Aldridge is a legend in this, you know, in this, you know, DMV area here, as well as Reese Waters, who, um, you know, covers sports as well, you know, on a local level. So it, it's always great to, you know, get love on a local level like that yeah. that feeling is that feeling is awesome so so uh we we appreciate we those guys right. as well yeah yeah no no question no question about it man um you know debbie in the chat here uh you're welcome babe maestro of course appreciate it appreciate everyone um so if if you got nothing else to uh reflect on brother um we 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 got to address the elephant in the room and uh, that elephant in the room is Kevin Durant, <laughs> local Kevin Durant. <laughs> mm-hmm. Speaking of well, talking about I'm people local, Kevin Durant because he ain't coming. He ain't coming to DC. I, I, can, I can, you can bet your bottom dollar that ain't gonna happen. <laughs> hey man, I I tried. I tried to put it out there, man. Hey, maybe I would love. It. I mean, I mean, you know, I would love it for the one time, but that ain't gonna happen. And then John Wall messed around. He, you know, went to the Clippers. So I mean, yeah, I mean. I, I would have been excited if, if if it was John Wall, Bill, and, and, and KD. I'd have been excited, man. Um, but it ain't gonna be that. So yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, what what, what do you think? Because I, I was kind of shocked that when the news came out that uh, he requested a trade, um, you know, I, I started looking through my phone and I'm looking at rosters and I'm looking at other teams and I'm like, yo, like. 
I know there's like the obvious teams out there. I mean, Lakers, um, is Golden that State, the Lakers. Um, uh, well, with, with the Lakers, anything's possible, man. I mean, they they got the history on their side when it comes to you know making trades like uh, you know trades like this, acquiring free agents um the way they have over the i mean at least over the course of my lifetime you know watching the lakers they always get the you know they always get the golden goose at the end of the day i mean um, but they got a golden goose already man i i can't see first of all i can't see nobody taking that kind of pay cut um that's first of all between and you know lebron definitely ain't gonna take it and i don't and, and kevin durant it's funny because um, the I seen Ashley Ashley Baker post about um, I, I think Quentin Mayo said that yeah. uh, uh, you know Kevin Durant he think Kevin Durant gonna be MVP this year yeah and you know that's not that, he got he got his ass whooping the playoffs that he 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 got to hold that yeah but let's not act like Kevin Durant ain't Kevin Durant no more because he had a bad a bad series a, a terrible series. Um, you know, this past season, he's still Kevin Durant. And, and I, I don't think you gotta, I don't think you gotta, you don't, you don't forget that because he got swept. He oh, of course lose. not. Of course yeah, he's not. He's still Kevin Durant. He's still a top five player in the league. Of course not. Period. To address the Lakers in their, I guess their money situation. I don't know that necessarily LeBron has to take a pay cut. Like let's say, and let's say the Kyrie thing, I'll throw Kyrie in this too. Would the Lakers swap Anthony Davis and Russell Westbrook for Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving? I mean, those hmm. salaries are kind of similar. I don't know how similar they are, but um, if they did that, um, our, I guess my question is, is would you be comfortable with, I mean, I would do it. Let's say that. I, I think that's an obvious. I think that's an obvious thing. If, if yeah. there was a way to make that happen, I think that's an obvious move. I would definitely rather have Kyrie and KD than Anthony Davis and Russell Westbrook. With that being said, um, and I don't, I don't know, man. That's a lot. It's it's only one basketball, man. It's only one basketball. <laughs> Can we say that every year? Every time a super team come up, we say that every year. <laughs> well, I, I think this is a little different. I mean, because my thing is, is that Kyrie is a point. So it's not even a situation where, you know, I, I guess Kyrie and uh, well, LeBron. I think Kyrie would play two. I, I think Kyrie is going to be more of a two. You think he would situation. really play a two guard? Yeah, I think more of a two okay. in a situation. I think LeBron will play the point forward position. And then KD is going to be your your three. He could he could slide into the four on several occasions too. Yeah, I I, I can't. I mean, yeah, I, I can't see Kyrie playing two. That I can't see him mm-hmm. uh, playing the role of it too. I mean, can he do it? I'm sure. I'm sure he can do it. Yeah. Um, I think he like. I think he needs the ball in his hand. I think he needs the ball in his hand. Yeah, meaning he can't play off ball. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. I hear you. Um, now, and let me be clear, I don't want that to happen. Like I like for me, I, I like I'm so in love with the whole KD the Phoenix thing. Like I, I hope well, that that comes. I hope that that comes to play. Why does Kevin Durant want to trade? Is I think that's the elephant in the room. Why does Kevin Durant want to trade? I think there's a couple reasons. I think 
the first reason could be not giving Kyrie a full extension of a contract. I know they gave him one year option or whatever, but the fact that KD's got four years left and Kyrie's just got the one year deal, you know, with him being his boy, I think he feels some kind of way like, yo, you took care of me, but you're not going to take care of him. And I came here with him so that we could do what we came, what we promised to do was bring a championship to Brooklyn. Yeah, nah. but I, I think I, I don't I, I don't think that's the case, because I, I when we talked about the Kyrie Irving contract, I think me and you both agree mm-hmm. that he play he plays a year, you know, obviously pending whatever goes on with Corona in the winter. But yep. if he plays a strong, he plays, you know, a, a, you know, the standard amount of games or whatever, you know, if that's 70 games, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, and, and, and plays up the par, which we're, you know, confident he is going to do, mm-hmm. then they're going to re-um up the right way in uh, 2023. So I don't, I mean, I don't know. I don't, I can't, fathom that they didn't tell Kevin Durant that and that Kevin Durant, you know, for what, you know, I, I think he'd be okay with that. I don't, you know, I don't know what's in his head and what he's thinking about, but I think yeah. he'd be okay with the idea of, all right, this is what happened with Kyrie last year. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in order to cover our ass, we're going to put him on a prove-it contract. Right. Right. Yeah. And you're right. We did agree that that probably was the better thing to do. Um, that don't mean that Kevin Durant looks at it the same way as we see sure. it. You sure. know, he he sees it as, yo, that's my boy. We came here to do one thing. We're going to be here, you know, for as long as it's going to take to win a championship. Um, here's my other reason why I think he wants out. I think some I think some of this has to do with what's going on with Ben Simmons. Uh, what's going on with Ben Simmons? Would someone ask? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I, say, well, I don't know what's going on with Ben Simmons. Um, it, it don't look like he's on track to play. I don't know what his status is. Uh, why you say that? Um, when when the room when Kevin Durant requested a trade, yep. Um, Ben Simmons posted something like you know basically I what was implied from my comprehension. It was implied that, you know, I'm ready to go. If they if both of them leave, I'm straight. I'm ready to run this team type thing. He like he kind of posted a uh, picture on social media. He was kind of smirking like he was ready for, you know, that type of thing. Right. I I don't remember exactly what the caption said, but it was only like I'm ready to go type shit. Yeah. And um, so I I, I think that Ben Simmons is going to be ready to play. Um, I I, I don't know. I, I if I had to guess what what the issue was, yeah, I would I would assume one thing is glaring. One thing was glaring in that series against uh, Boston. Steve, Steve, yeah, against Boston. Steve Nash was outcoached by Ime Udoka. Yep, that's glaring. Um, so I I wonder if it's a coaching thing. Like I'm mm-hmm. not happy. Like I'm not happy with Steve Nash being here. Yeah, and if that's the case. Um, I'm sorry. You gotta get rid of Steve Nash. Right, right. And that's not that's not a that's not a you know that's not a something you wait on. It's not yeah. a well. You sure you, you you know? Can we convince you to think otherwise? No. If Steve Nash is the problem, Steve Nash got to be gone. 
So two things with that. Number one, I saw something where him and Kyrie were butting heads. And, and when I say him, I mean Steve Nash. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw this line where they said Kyrie was saying, yo, you know, let me let me see where you got Kobe's and Kobe's yeah. trophies at. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and, and that pissed off Steve Nash. Because it was so, in Steve Nash's house, if I'm not mistaken. Right. Right. So it appears that Steve Nash and Kyrie Irving aren't seeing eye to eye. Thus, why maybe Kyrie's trying to make his way over to the Lakers. Um, well, well, um, you know, like, <laughs> I, look, man, look, I, I'll say this. Um, no disrespect to Steve Nash, legendary player, Hall of Famer, all those things. Mm-hmm. Um, that probably was Kobe's MVP, not not co-MVP or whatever, whatever happened that year. Yeah. Um, uh, that was probably Kobe's to win. I, you know, obviously uh, somebody got it wrong. Facts. Um, <laughs> but. And he was a back-to-back MVP yeah, winner, but, right? But, <laughs> uh, yeah. But my issue is, um, you damn right. You button heads. You in my house disrespecting me, bro. I don't care how you feel. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I'm with yeah, that. Yeah, we got an issue. Like, who are you talking to? Yeah. I no, I'm know. with that. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta, you know, I gotta job look at, I ain't gonna say look at him crazy, but mm-hmm. yo, like you, you talking real spicy to your coach, bro. And, and be, and to be honest, yep. um, that's more of a reason in my book that Steve Nash is, Steve Nash gotta go. Yeah. This ain't right. gonna work. Cause how, how you, how your player feel like he gonna talk to you like that in your house. Yeah. I mean, forget the man shit. Mm-hmm. You gotta take, play calls from this dude and then when they first hired him katie and Kyrie signed off on it so it's like so it's like okay you 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 wanted him you came out in the media and said hey you know we don't need no coaches you know we'll we'll be like the player coach type and all that which is why they signed off on it i don't think they necessarily wanted steve nash Mm -hmm. i think this is what the the organization bought to him, and they was like, "Cool, it don't matter no way because right. we got James Harden, we got you know Kyrie, we got Kevin Durant. Yeah, we don't really need y'all to tell us much or nothing. Right. I think that was the I think that was the energy. So when so yeah, they would. I mean, I you know outside looking in, they would sign off on it. They're thinking it is it don't matter who the coach is. You could have you probably could have saved some money and upgraded one of the assistants. Mm-hmm. And would have been straight. Yeah. I mean, Steve Nash got a job with no experience. Mm-hmm. So for you, KD's requesting this trade because of the coach. I think you're leaning more towards that. I'm 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 leaning more towards that than anything else that we've we've come to so far. Cause mm-hmm. I'm look, man, he could say he could say he don't care or he don't he ain't tripping and he's gonna be back and all those types of things. Nah, that ass whipping was serious. And we're not gonna sit here and pretend like even with James Harden leaving, yep. that this team wasn't the finals favorites going into the playoffs in the East. Yeah. So y'all got y'all let y'all had a y'all, what's the word I'm looking for? Um disappointing. Y'all had a disappointing season. This if, if it's finals yeah. a bus, mm-hmm. then this is a bus. This is a disappointing run up to this yeah. point. I mean, this is a bust. I mean, but but maybe more than maybe more than ever. And I get COVID might have had something to do with it. But um, this year, 
mm-hmm. is the year where because last year who who got injured last year was it Kyrie who got injured? Last Kyrie year? got injured and then right. Harden had the bad hamstring. Right, in the had the bad series against so, Milwaukee. Yeah, so, so I'll throw I'll throw that I'll throw that year in the trash, not in the trash, but I'll you know give a concession for that year because two of the three were injured. Yeah, and if we're being real, Katie Foot not be on that line. We probably talking about them being in the finals last year and. If I'm going to speculate, because that's what we do, I yep. think they beat Phoenix. Mm-hmm. I've, I've heard I've heard a lot of that. I've heard a lot of if the Nets got to the finals that they would have beat the Suns. But, I uh, think they beat Phoenix. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, you know, but they, those, those things happen. happen. So, obviously, all that didn't happen. Yep. Coming, to next, coming to this year, Harden's healthy. Katie's healthy going in, going yep. in at least. Kyrie's healthy. You know, obviously the coach, you know. The, I was going to say, the, the stupid mandate by stupid New York ass State. Rule, yep. Stupid ass rule. And then Kevin Durant got injured for a little while. And, yep. you know, cool, cool. And Harden just was like, together. and Harden was like, he couldn't take it no more. So they had to, he had to run him to, himself to Philly. Yeah. Um, get Simmons back. Everybody thought Simmons was going to be seen at some point on the court. Uh, that never happened. Uh, Joe Harris got hurt and didn't play for a long time. Um, yeah, I don't want to make a whole bunch of excuses for Brooklyn. My point is, is that I don't, this team, you'd have to think this team is still in the running for the finals next year if everybody comes back. Well, let's see. Seth Curry, KD, Kyrie. Um, I heard Seth Curry, I heard Seth Curry left. I don't, I'm, I don't know if Andre Drummond left. Andre Drummond okay. signed with the Bulls, but I think Seth okay. Curry is still there. Okay. So you get a healthy Joe Harris to come back. Um, they just signed somebody today. Um, uh, TJ Warren. TJ Warren, correct. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's Bubble Warren. So you know, you 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 got that, and if you get those two guys back, uh, Katie and Kyrie, along with the rest of the, you know, cast there, Bruce Brown, I think, is still there. Um, yeah, I think they're a, they're a top four seed. I'll say they're a top four seed in the mm-hmm. East. I don't know that they're, they're like the prohibitive favorite given Milwaukee's a champion already. The heat has proven that they can go to distance. Boston's already proven now they can go to distance in terms of getting to the finals. Um, but they're I, contenders. I, 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 yeah. I, I, yeah. The they're, contenders. They're, contenders. Yeah, yeah, they're contenders. Yeah. They're contenders. That's what I'm getting at. They're, they're contenders. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. I don't have them as the favorite. I don't have anybody as the favorite in, in July, but, um, but, they're a contending team, a contending finals team yep. on paper still right now. If everybody is everybody that's there now is still there when the season starts. So for me, um, I it's hard for me to believe that Kevin Durant don't see that. Well, I don't know, bruh. I I mean, they they even talking about Golden State as a possibility for his return there. Here's what I really think. I really think that he he, he requested a trade, but he ain't serious. He wants them to ask him, ooh, what can we do to make this better? And then he'll tell them, and they'll make it better, and he'll play. Right. But what is that better? Like, what, what, what is that thing? I don't know. What is that thing? If it's firing Steve Nash, cool. Okay. If it's, if it's uh, we need more shooters, if it's, Mm-hmm. Uh, get. I need. Uh, I need. You know. I need a guarantee that Kyrie is going to get this contract, no matter what happens during this year. Yeah. Um. I. I hell if I know. Um. Yeah. 
but but I don't think I think it would be in Kevin Durant's best interest. And obviously outside looking in, I don't, you know, I don't know what that man got on his mind. Yeah, right. Um, but from a basketball perspective, it seemed like it would make more sense for him to just go ahead and let this team come together and see what they could do. Right. Ben Simmons healthy can guard anybody three, four through one. Mm-hmm. Now, and what really if in today's, in really now what, in today's league can guard some fives? Now, what if Kyrie says, I don't want to play here no more. I'll send me to the Lakers. Like what, what if that happens now? What does KD do now? Um, Then, then he got a right to feel how he feel, I guess. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. But uh, sports fan, sports fan, no sports fan. I can't even say theory. Sports fan tipped. Uh, AKD man, people are saying, and I'm a KD fan. People are saying that you can't do this uh, without a super, you know, another superstar. You, they saying that Steph Curry got full right now, and now you are below Steph Curry. Yeah. That's what people are saying. And LeBron. In, in terms of <laughs> not in terms of playing a basketball, KD is a better basketball player. But yeah. as far as career, people are now putting Steph Curry above Kevin Durant. Yep. Valid. Mm-hmm. Right now, 100% valid. I'm just mm-hmm. saying that I would as a fan, mm-hmm. I don't like that for KD. Which is why I think the whole Phoenix Suns thing is intriguing for me. And I think in addition to that, it's a franchise that's never won. And I, and but I he's going to a to a team with a player that most feel like mm-hmm. is a top 10 player. Sure. I, I get it. But but would you would you say that that Suns roster, compare that Suns roster to Golden State's roster when mm-hmm. KD was on there? Which roster is better? I think Golden State's roster is better than this I Phoenix do, Suns. I, I do, but I don't think that matters because when he went to Golden State, he went to – I mean, forget, obviously, the 73 and 9 and all those things. Yep. But he went to go play with a top 10 player in Steph Curry and maybe a top 15 player at the time in Clay Thompson. In addition to that, he went to a team that had won a title a couple of years prior to that went to a team that broke the record for most regular season wins, went to a team that was already a well-oiled machine. So right. you can so, Yeah, he was just plug and play. Which right. Was cool. You you had to get your chip. You had to figure out how to win, all yeah. those types of things. So cool. That, that's, that's not the issue. The issue now is, is that now you know how to win. Yeah, right. You know, kind of like, like the LeBron thing. LeBron right. had to go to Miami and learn how to win. When he learned how to win, he went right back to Cleveland and got one. Yep. Whoop, 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 went down to L- went to LA and got one. Yep. Because now he know how to do it. Yep. So now this is KD's turn, in my opinion. I man, if you if you're great, and let's be clear, if he doesn't do it, he's still a great. I'm just saying, as far right. as the, the, legacy, career, the legacy, as far as the way they talk about thing, him, yeah. We we I would like for him to go do it without having a top 10 player on the team. Say what you want about Kyrie. Uh, Cause I don't do when, when uh, LeBron went back to Cleveland, did you consider Kyrie a top 10 player? At the time, I felt like I had at the time. 
I don't know. I don't. I don't know because I don't remember. I'll say that. Um, I'll say. I'll say no. I, let me just. Let me just be clear. Okay. I'll say no. Okay. I think he was. I think he was a number two guy who showed out. We know what Kyrie. Did. Kyrie, a Hall of Famer to you? Um. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think he is. Yeah, I yeah, think he is. Yeah. If I had to think, yeah, you know, I'm, uh, I'm yeah. sorry that I even had And it might not have been in your eyes top 10 that year, but I think overall what he's done in his career, I think Kyrie he's Irving top 15. is on his way he's, to a he's Hall perennial, of Fame. He's perennial a top 15 player, no argument. Yep, I agree with that. But but I don't know that he was a top 10 player. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think he was, I don't know that he was a top 10 player. I don't, I don't believe that. Yeah. Like, we just did a top 10 recently. Did we put Kyrie in it? No, we didn't. I don't feel like we did. No, we didn't. No. Yeah. No. Um. So going back to KD, mm-hmm. um, KD right now in Brooklyn is in the same situation, job that uh LeBron was in when he mm-hmm. went back to Cleveland. Yep. You got pieces. You got the pieces. Mm-hmm. But you are one hundred percent no argument the guy. Even yeah. if even if in the finals. Kyrie hit one of those dagger threes like he did with uh yeah you know with Cleveland. Mm-hmm. There's still no doubt that you that guy. You're going to be the guy that got to score 35 35 a game in the finals. You're going to be that guy. They're not going to look to Kyrie to do that. Mm-hmm. They're looking to Kevin Durant. Period. Mm-hmm. Whereas in Golden State, you was the man, but you was still you was one A because we know that Steph Curry at any given moment that shoot your face off. Sure, sure. You know what I'm saying? You was one A. I still say he was the bus driver on those two title teams. I I don't disagree with that, but there's but he still won eight in the sense that we know that Ky, I mean Steph Curry was just as valuable to do yes. what you do. Let it me put it like that, this. I'll put it like this. This is it was Steph's bus. It's just Durant got on it and said, "Move out of the chair. I'm driving a bus." Let's be clear. I mean, let's be clear, man. It's easier for somebody of Kevin Durant's size height that type of thing to table take over a game and why wouldn't Steph Curry at six feet six one yep you know chill I yeah say he was chilling but I'm you know yeah it's it like what guy. it's like what Dwayne Wade did when LeBron yeah. got to the heat it was like yo Braun you the dude like this is right. my team it's Wade County but you that dude right. and, and 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 that's what happened that's the same thing with with KD and Golden State and Steph it's, it's, right. it's, it's the same exact thing. It's y'all like it's y'all like Steph Curry had to cheat, teach Kevin Durant how to win. Yeah, it, it, exactly. It, if they win a title in Brooklyn, that to me changes KD's narrative as far as the legacy and you know him doing it with a squad that's not as good as Golden State, you know, 2017, 2018. I think that changes the entire narrative. And it would be with a team that's never won before. I think that adds to it also. So I think the I think the main thing for me is is mm-hmm. that if he wins, y'all gotta be quiet. Of course. Of all, course. All yeah. The, all the Kevin Durant, he don't yeah. wanna, he can't whoop, right. that's gotta stop. I mean, right. You don't you don't hear me speak a, a, a foul word about Greek Freak no more after he got over the hump. Yeah. Because once you get over the hump, mm-hmm. you over the hump. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, if he did it in Phoenix, if if KD went to Phoenix right now and won the Suns a chip, it would silence everybody. It I would. Don't I, so. I I still. I don't think so. I don't why? Think so. Why? Because Devin Booker is considered to a lot of people as a top ten player in the league. 
Devin Booker got no rings. CP3 got no rings. That entire franchise has no Devin hardware in their ca- trophy case. <laughs> he's still considered a top I hear player you. in the league. I, I understand that. I, I, I hear you on that point, but the overall picture for me is you're going to help other guys win their first. Like he be, I mean, he's the veteran guy that's got the championship DNA that will be coming to the Suns. He's the guy with two rings. CP3 is waiting for his first one. Devin Booker is waiting for his first one. And whoever else, you know, they get on that roster, it would be their first one. Um, it would be that franchise's first one. You yeah. know, I, I I I think I think it would si- I think it would silence the critics. I I, 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 I really I, mean, I really think it would. I hope you're right because I don't I don't I. It's like my com my conversation about KD is is that I don't like that he's being slandered. Right. But it's warranted. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He got to hold. He got to yep. hold this. He got to hold this. Mm-hmm. He just got swept in the first round. He got to hold everything. And Facts. the team he left mm-hmm. just won the chip. So, I mean, yeah, he got to hold everything that comes, all the narratives and all those things. Is he really the guy we thought he was? Everything that people are saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he got to hold it. But I hope that means that he going, if he stay in Brooklyn, if he goes somewhere else, I hope that means mm-hmm. he getting the chip. I hope he don't go to Golden State. Like, I, I hope, hope he, yeah. The, 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 the two places I don't want him to go is the Lakers and Golden State. Anywhere else. Mean, I'm fine with. Nah, I'm not. I don't want him to go to Milwaukee either. Uh, okay. I I, I hear you there. I, I yeah, hear you there. I don't want to go to Milwaukee. Yeah. Um, he can't go I, to Boston. He can't go to Boston. I don't want him to go to Boston. He, he um, can't do that. Um, I, I would. I, I ain't gonna say he can't go to Miami, but I wouldn't care for it. Mm, yeah, yeah, it's slightly like different. Said, like it's said, a slightly like, different I, situation. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. So I'm like, it's it's not it's not the Milwaukee Golden State. It's not those situations. Right. But I, you know, like I, I wouldn't care for it. I'm just saying I wouldn't care for it. Right. Um. But if he goes, yeah. I mean, Miami is automatically they're they're contenders. Right. They're, they're the favorites. Like they're, if he went to like if he went to like like um. Like Damian Lillard posted that picture of him yeah. and KD in a Blazers jersey. If he went to the Blazers, I would, I would love that. I'd be with that hundred percent. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd be, be I'd that. be with that hundred percent. If he, hell, if and I know, um, and I know Damian Adams would be, you know, thrilled about this. But if if he went to the Pelicans, a, a team like that that's already got young talent uh, with Zion coming back from injury. They probably would trade Brandon Ingram, which is fine. But, you know, CJ McCollum, some of the other cats that's on that team, like KD on the Pelicans, I would I would like that. They, they'd be an instant. They'd be a contender. They'd be, they'd be a contender for sure, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, I, I would kind of feel the same way I feel about Miami. Just, just because they got good – I wouldn't be mad at it. I just wouldn't like it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, yeah. I like the Brooklyn idea because – um, it's it, it is truly on him. Mm-hmm. Go to Miami, Jimmy Butler can save you a couple. You know, Jimmy Butler can right. get you a couple of games. You know what I'm saying? You go to right. uh, uh, you go to the New New Orleans. If uh, Bi is there, he'll you know he'll get you. He'll get mm-hmm. you one. Like, and like I said, like you said, I doubt that. And to be honest, when you look at the Miami situation, Jimmy Butler probably goes to Brooklyn too. Uh, that's a, that's a possibility. 
But That's, if it had, but if it, you can get that duo. If yeah. it's Bi and Kevin Durant, if it's uh, Jimmy Butler and Kevin Durant, uh, Kevin Durant, um, we know that those dudes, those are the type of dudes that uh, uh, that get you one unexpected. Like right. we know they'll turn up unexpected. I mean, Jimmy Butler probably the best two way player in the league, mm-hmm. uh, and Bi it, like he he. He on the come up. I, I don't know if I feel like he gonna be that dude for real, like uh like Damian Adams is saying. Right. But um, but he he there right now, so you gotta respect him. Oh yeah, I respect his game. I, he he showed up in the playoffs. That that's yeah. that's for certain. He showed up in the playoffs. Yeah. And and we can't forget the play-in game against uh Paul George and the Clippers. Paul George, yeah, we, we can't forget that. So um my wife has a question in the Facebook live chat. So she says, given the amount of rings that he got, can KD go back to OKC and he gets to, you know, have a team that he could build around himself? I would not be mad at that. I wouldn't be mad at it either. At, I mean, at all, I wouldn't be mad at that. I just don't know if that's on his radar, but I wouldn't be upset with that. I would actually applaud that. Mm. Maybe more, maybe more than maybe more than any of the. Um... Mm hmm conversations we've had about teams yeah i would respect him going back to okc yeah. and building a team right and um and and, and i i would now i don't think it's gonna happen in the west but no no and it's not I gonna have the same that. feel like how lebron uh-huh. went back to cleveland the hometown team got the chip it's not gonna have that same feel right but it it, it wouldn't have that that feel that yeah that lebron feel that that's you know he was he was born and raised there. That's a whole yeah, different right. thing. But it would have uh, if if LeBron's thing is here, then the yep. KD's thing about right. It, it, but it, it but it would still be a thing. And it would silence the, the critics. It would silence the critics yeah, if he won an OKC. Yeah, building a team around that and winning the chip for yeah that would yeah that would that would be a story. That would no be doubt. a story. No doubt, no doubt. Uh, I would let love me build the team around the Wizards though. I would love that. <laughs> Let me give a quick shout out to uh, BS3, uh, also one of our you know good supporters out there. Shout yes, out to sir, BS3, BS3 in the uh, YouTube live chat. He agrees with us about Steve Nash uh, that he is expendable at this point in terms of being the coach of the Brooklyn Nets. If if that's the move that you got to make to keep KD around, if that's the then. Move you gotta- yeah, you yeah. do what you got to do if Quit. you're Sean Marks Quit. and those guys. Yeah, go play soccer somewhere. Get out of here. That that that's what you got to do. So, um, I I I guess we could we we could dive into some of the other moves that have been happening around the league. Um, let me let me talk Knicks for a second. I'll I'll, I'll talk my team for a second because it it just came down today that the Knicks are going to be charged with uh, tampering with uh, Jalen Brunson now during the playoffs. If you remember the, I think it was the Dallas Utah series where you saw Julius Randle in the, in the crowd. You saw Leon Rose, president of the Knicks there. Um, A few other representatives of the Knicks. Um, You combine that with the fact that the Knicks hired Jalen Brunson's dad to be on the coaching staff for the Knicks. And Leon Rose's son is Jalen Brunson's agent. So there's a lot of like pieces of conflict of interest here. Now, as a fan, I'm happy we got Jalen Brunson because that's pretty much all that's been talked about 
you know, throughout this offseason up to this point was mm-hmm. the Knicks moving all the salary, you know, dumping Kemba Walker. Um, you know, we traded Nerlens Noel. We traded Alec Burke and all that stuff to Detroit just to, you know, get some cap space. And they got their guy. So I'm, I'm, I'm happy with the move. I'm happy that we got a point guard. Um, hopefully it works out. I know you and I talked about him having a moment in the playoffs because he did have a moment, particularly in the Utah series when he dropped 41, right? you know, when he filled in for uh, Luca, those couple of games, he he really showed off. And and I think the rest of the playoffs, I thought he played well too. So he, he earned that contract. I don't care what nobody says. Jalen Brunson earned that. Um, if you're the Knicks and the league says you've been tampering, I would have to agree. You, you, you've been tampering. <laughs> it looks that way. Damn sure it looks that way. It's, there's, there's a lot of conflict of interest pieces floating around here. So, uh, you know, you you take that on the chin, pay what you got to pay, and yeah. let, 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 let's just move on. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Let, let, that's let's, it. Just, let's just move on. So um what do you think about this because um Stephen A made a point about how he doesn't like the Jalen Brunson signing from the standpoint that um the Knicks were making moves in place so that you know like you know his dad being on the staff now his agent being the son of the president of the team um basically saying hey it's just guys looking out for their own and he didn't like that from the standpoint of them signing Jalen Brunson. Um, to me, it's like, look, we in a country where, you know, folks are always looking out for their own when it comes to yeah. any kind of occupation or profession that you're in. It's always been about it's not what you know, it's who you know. Yeah. And the Knicks know <laughs> Jalen Brunson's dad. They know Leon Rose's son. So they know Jalen Brunson in that respect. Right. So why not use that as a way to get what you want? And and that's what they did. I'm I'm not mad at it. Um now he's well, talking about go ahead. I think if I had a, a criticism of the whole Jalen Brunson situation, look, I ain't gonna lie to you, man. Um he got paid to be a starting point guard and mm-hmm. I don't know, and I, and I'm just saying I don't know. I'm not saying he is or he ain't. Right. I don't know that he's a starting point guard. So um, for me, mm-hmm. uh, to for all of this tampering and all this, uh, you know, I know your man's and your man's know me, and whoop de whoop. We're gonna look out for somebody. I, like I respect yeah. it from the from the idea of. Yeah, I mean that's that's normal. That's normal. That's normal life shit. Like you see somebody on the come up. Mm-hmm. And oh, slim cool. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Let me go ahead and, and, and you know, come on, come play with us, and we're gonna take care of you because you're my man. Yeah. Um. So I get it from that perspective, but for me, uh, and from a, I guess, a basketball perspective, I don't know that I believe Maestro. I don't know if I believe that Jalen Brunson's a number one point guard. I would love to be wrong for the sake of your team, but I don't know that. And y'all paid him starter money. Yep. And I would hate for this to be a, a two-year thing and, you know, it don't work out. Right, right. Yeah, I I, I hope it works out, man. Um, <laughs> we needed a point guard 
for a long Malcolm time. Malcolm Brogdon, respect for Malcolm Brogdon, who went to Boston. Yeah, we know as a, I mean, health health aside, we know he's a starting point guard. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? Like there, there's no conversation that we know he's a starting point guard. Yeah. Um, but Jalen Brunson's younger. You know, Jaylen twenty-four Brunson, years old. Yep. Obviously healthier. You know. Yep. So I mean, yeah, I, I guess if you go on roll the dice mm-hmm. with a young and roll the yeah. dice with the young and you think you know. Yeah. And he's he's coming from a program where he won a couple titles with Villanova. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he's been around winning, you know, throughout his collegiate career going into Dallas and being around, you know, that atmosphere. So it's not like he's has this loser mentality or he's been around losing a lot. Um you know, the Knicks are taking a chance and in, in, in this league, man, where, you know, where you've been the laughing stock for so many years, you you, you got to take these chances. Yeah, you, you have to. You, you have, have to. to. Like you know? I said, you know, you take the chance. If you're going to take a chance, if you're going to jump out there. Why not with somebody, you know? Right. You know, t- family ties for, you know, lack of a better term. Like yeah. Family ties. Now you got to respect that. Yeah. I mean, how it's going to work out. Yeah. We'll see, you know, yeah. what, you know, cause that lineup is now it's, it's RJ Barrett, probably pants, playing some two, but mostly three. You still got Mitch Robinson, which we, we signed to a contract as well. Um, Julius Randall is still going to be there. Uh, Fournier. I would, I would love for somebody to pick Fournier up from us. I don't know yeah. if that's going to happen or not, but that's really that's just starting five right there. And then with Obi and quickly, you know, coming off the bench and you Grimes so and those good. guys. You remember how good you felt about Evan Fournier in the beginning of the year? Yeah, I, I, I thought it was a good pickup, but the dude can't defend me. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. so yeah, it, it didn't turn out. So and I don't well. think he's as good as a shooter as you 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 thought he was. Yeah, well, it seemed like when he played the Celtics, the dude be dropping 40 for some mm-hmm. reasons. <laughs> but uh yeah, but you know, Kemba, that that whole thing, I was upset that didn't work out. Yeah. The whole Kemba Walker thing. But he's yeah. a he is a free agent now because um I know Detroit bought him out. So now he's just out there. And quite frankly, um, and it's sad, but he's a bench player at this point. In his career, hey man, if he want to play for bench money, yeah, I would, I'd, I'd have him. Yeah, in, in Washington. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, just kind of circling around through some other teams, the Sixers. Um, I know James Harden opted out of that forty-something million dollar deal, so I guess they're trying to sign players. That what they're really trying to do? They're trying to create Rockets East. Because P.J. Tucker got the contract with Philly now. Uh, Daniel House is now in Philly. It's, it's like they're trying to recreate the Rockets well, from a few years they, ago. I don't see how they think that's going to work because Joel Embiid is still on that team, man. Yeah. He's not, he ain't doing – I mean, I ain't saying he ain't capable of running, but he ain't about to do all that running. Yeah, yeah right. I don't I don't know either, man. I mean, I mean, well, Doc Rivers ain't the type of coach that's going to have yeah, them run like all that, that much. Yeah. It's not like D'Antoni's coaching, you know what I mean? Right. Right, you know, it's still I say rockets. When you said rockets east, I thought you meant philosophy wise, like they bought in players. Players, I meant like okay. players. Yeah, like the stat. Like, but you would, but you would think I was thinking you meant they bought in the players to mm-hmm. uh, uh, put in that type of an offense. 
Not okay. Um, just gotcha. Just because they got players. Gotcha. Just because they got the players and the general manager of the Sixers used to be the general manager of the Rockets. Okay. That put that. Maury. That put that Maury. team. Maury. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Correct. So that that's why I say that. Um, yeah, we already talked about Brogdon being traded to Boston. I like that actually. I don't. That's a good move. It's a good move. That's a great fucking move. Man. It's a, it's it's, it's a good I, move. That's a great move, man. I don't um I don't I mean I would assume that he's gonna come off the bench. I don't think he's gonna start over Smart. Right. But that's a good fucking move. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think Boston realized a hey, Marcus Smart need to stop shooting threes. You know, I think critical he also moments. realized that Marcus Smart got a lot of responsible, a lot of point guard responsibilities, and he's not the best at it. Yeah, yeah. Don't be surprised at some point throughout the middle of the season, Brogdon maybe switches to that starting role for a few weeks just to kind of see how that goes. Um, if that's the case, then Marcus Smart, because for what Marcus Smart lacks. He makes up in energy, man. And obviously, mm-hmm. uh defensive player of the year, like yeah. You you I think you want that dude on the floor as much as possible. I mm-hmm. I, I mean, obviously you want him to not make some of the mistakes he makes as far as offensively. Yeah. But um, but you want that dude, you want that energy on the floor. You would like that um and obviously I, I hope they've had the proper conversations about that meltdown he had in game five. Uh in the finals, yeah, 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 in the yeah. Fourth quarter, like mm-hmm. I hope we don't see that again, right? But, uh, but energy wise, I think you would want that type of a player on the Brogdon as far as um starting, yeah, yeah. And I, I hate the Celtics, but I, I gotta respect the move that they I mean, made at this to get point, them. at this stage of the game, uh, the black coach is dating Lee along. Yeah. And I don't, and and I like Jason Tatum, and, and Jason like Tatum is dating Ella May. I know. Yeah, I saw that. I, I saw that yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And so, like, you know, like it's kind of hard to root against the Boston the Celtics, the players right now. Yeah, I love uh, the players right now. I love the players. I just don't like the uniform. Yeah, I don't like you know you know me and we had some games. The Wizards and the Boston Celtics, uh, year some years back. So yeah, yeah, that's my energy towards them. But at the same, but right, right, right now, while the Wizards are trash and mm-hmm. uh, Nia Long and and now LMA, who you know makes yeah. wonderful R and B, um, it's kind of hard for me to hate on them right now. Yeah, it's really, it really Fact. is. Yeah, even yeah. old as Al Horford, even old as Al Horford, right now, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's really hard to hate on this team. Yeah. I hear you, man. But as far as the uniform in the city, yeah, my my dislike still runs deep in regard to that. But the players, I absolutely love the players on the team. Uh, Let me give a shout out to uh, KC up in the Facebook live chat. Congratulating us on the 300 episode. We appreciate Appreciate it, brother. Appreciate it, man. Um, Other moves, I guess. I guess we can go still in the Eastern Conference. I guess Zach Levine. Re-ups with the Chicago Bulls on a five-year deal. Um, so the Bulls kind of stay intact. Uh, they should get healthy before the season starts. They still need a number one guy, though. I hate to be that one. Uh, who, who is that? Is it Levine? Is it DeMar? Like <laughs> It's none of them. None of them dudes. Is no, uh, like, I, look, people keep telling me that, uh, that Zach Levine is going to eventually develop into that, that mm-hmm. role. 
Yeah. Um, and I hope they're right for Chicago's sake, but it's not DeMar DeRozan. Yeah, I think we've, we've come to that. We've come to yeah. that already, that it ain't him. So it's got to be the younger cat and Zach Levine to do it. Maybe it's Zach Levine. I'm, I, you know, I don't think it's going to be uh, the, the center, but I think that the center going to have to, you know, take a, take a step up for sure. Yeah, so Vucevic um, is still there. We talked about Andre Drummond being signed to the Bulls as well. Which is um, a good pickup. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely a good pickup. Um, I felt like they got a point guard. Um, I'm, I'm just looking, like, real quickly to see if I could come up with the name, but I thought they made another move, um, I guess, to help, you know, spill Lonzo Ball. But, um, but I they, like that point guard. I like that cat they got um, from North Carolina. Um, Kobe, uh, Kobe, Kobe White, Kobe yeah. White. Mm-hmm. I like him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's behind Lonzo Ball. I like him. Right, right. Yeah, that's a that's a team that uh, they were what the sixth seed last year, right? Sixth seed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, I mean, I don't know how much improvement they're gonna make in the conference, but I mean, getting that guy Levine to that contract is certainly gonna help them, you know, stay afloat there. So. You know, we we see what happens with that. Uh, Atlanta, the trade for Deontay Murray from the Spurs. Um, they I forget who they sent over there, but um, I know I Kev- Kevin Herter went over there. Kevin Herter signed with the Kings, actually. Oh, so who was it? Um, was it uh, um, cause they kept Collins, know. right? They kept Collins. Yeah, they got Collins. They still got Collins. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, I forget. Oh, Gallinari. They sent Gallinari over there. Um, and somebody else and maybe some draft picks or something like that. Okay. Um, they sent a lot over there. I, I remember it being a lot. I don't remember. What it was. It was a haul. I remember it being a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I it remember was, it being a lot for a dude that's averaging like, what are you averaging like 18 a game? So, Deontay Murray? Yeah. Uh he's averaging about 18, 19 points, but yeah. he's almost like averaging like eight assists, eight maybe assists, six rebounds yeah. or something like that. You know, close to a triple double, but not the triple double that would make you think would impact um, he played but he does he, he does play the point though. He does play point, yeah. I don't like it because I don't know that he's a spot up shooter. Mm-hmm. And Trey Young's gonna have the ball. Yeah, I haven't seen enough of Deontay Murray to really judge, you know, for myself, you know, how that backcourt is going to work out. Um, I, I think the key to the Hawks really is, you know, kind of keeping that front court intact. I mean, Capella, you know, is still there, you know, when he gets, you know, healthy and everything. I, I think that's really the key there. I'm with you. I, I, I don't know if this is going to work or, or not. Yeah, I don't. I mean, look, I don't know if it was the move that they needed to make for Atlanta to take the next step in the East. I mm-hmm. don't believe that because um, I don't believe Deontay Murray. Uh, he'll he'll get you to. I think he'll get you the points. Yeah. Um, I, but I don't know. Trey Young is going to have the ball, man. He's going to be looking to kick it out, and you got to be a knockdown shooter. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying he can't knock down shots. Right. I'm saying that I don't know that he's a knockdown shooter. Right. And if he can't fill that role, then that Kevin Herter uh, trade to the Kings, like that's going to be looked at as a huge loss. If he, yeah. if, if Deontay Murray can't at least, and we're just, again, we're just talking about 
the knockdown shooting. We're not talking about yeah. anything else with his game because he can, I think he can yeah, rebound. He can I think he, yeah, he can hold the ball. He can defend. He can make others around him better. But w- when you need like that basket, when Trey's getting all that coverage and you need somebody to knock down shots, like he, he's, he's got to be that and, guy. Him and Trey, what they did, they probably damn near the same size. I, mean, I would assume Murray's a little taller, but yeah, they damn near the same size. Almost. Yeah. Almost. Almost, I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I hope it worked out for him, but I, I'd be lying to you if I thought that this trade, like when I saw it, I was just like, oh, okay. I mean, yeah. Ooh, like, what does it get the Hawks in the East? Like, right. number seven, right. number seven. Right. You know, you know I, what I mean? mean? I don't know. I, I, I don't, I don't know where it gets them. I just don't believe that this is a next step type of a trade, and then yeah. they gave up a lot for it. Right. Right. I mean, a lot of folks complained that the Knicks uh, missed out on Deontay Murray. I mean, it is what it is. I mean, I, mean, I think, it, but I think even with the Knicks, that's kind of the same situation. If you got him, I mean, I, unless you're saying get him over Jalen Brunson, that's what they're saying. Get him oh, over okay. Jalen Brunson. Okay. Now um, there have been scenarios where people been saying, "Hey, if you can get Brunson, why not go after um, Deontay Murray?" Also, because we got 11 first round picks over the next seven years. And a bunch of cap space, so and and some tradable assets. So I can kind of understand the point of if you get Brunson, try to see if you can get Deontay Murray in there also. Yeah, but that's kind of the same situation that Atlanta just did. Like, why why do you need two high paid starting point guards? Um, well, that what almost do the same kind of a thing. Well, him going to him going to the if you got Jalen Brunson and went and got Murray, yeah, you're kind of putting yourself in the same situation. The Hawks just put themselves in like one somebody is going to be the person with the ball, right? And the other person is going to have to be a spot up shooter. I mean, you know, I mean, obviously not in every yeah. scenario, but that's right. kind of what you're looking to do. You're looking to drive right. and kick out. So, um, you know, what I'm saying with that being said, uh, Deontay. Deontay Murray's a good spot-up shooter, or unless Jalen Brunson is a good spot-up shooter, yeah. you're kind of in the same situation. And I don't know any of them to be known for being knocked down shooters, just mm. straight up standing in the corner, right? Shooting, right? Yeah, I don't know if Jalen Brunson's that guy. And, and quite frankly, um, Jalen Brunson, I believe, can play off the ball a bit. I don't know that Jalen Brunson's a guy that actually needs the ball in his hands. Like, okay. I, w- I would think that more about Deontay Murray than I would Jalen Brunson in terms right. of needing the ball a lot more. The ball in, in San Antonio. E- exactly. Exactly. Uh, let me say what up to the homie uh, Governor Vince Wright. Uh, appreciate you. Appreciate you, man. Uh, l- l- let's let's talk about uh, Vince Wright's team, uh, the Minnesota Timberwolves, with the uh, move that they made. Uh, four first round picks, uh, I think four players for Rudy Gobert in a trade. Um, he must be a head of a defender for all of that. Because <laughs> I, I text Vince like, uh, like hours after the fact, and I said, bruh, that was just too much compensation for, for Minnesota to give up. If, if you're Minnesota, you got that much to give up, you might as well go take a shot at getting Kevin Durant. <laughs> Yeah, you know, you know what I'm saying. That like, makes more sense than Rudy Gobert. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I I don't know that Rudy Gobert and Carl Anthony Towns can play in the same front court. Why does everybody say that though? 
I don't. Well, maybe for me, it's when when teams go small. I I, I think when teams go small, and you're forcing those guys to defend the perimeter, it's it's, it's just going to leave the paint wide open. I I think from that standpoint, for me, I think that's why I'm not sure it's going to work. When the Timberwolves go small. No, when other teams that play the Timberwolves go small. So do you? So you're saying you feel like that? You feel like Rudy Gobert can't guard outside of the paint. I feel like teams are gonna pull him away from the paint. Right, and, but what I'm saying, right, but in order to get to the paint, though, you got to get past. You got. I mean, obviously they ever players, but right, you pull him out. This is what I'll say. Mm-hmm. Rudy Gobert is a obviously he's known for his uh, in the paint defense. Yeah, he's not a bad perimeter defender. In mm. fact, he's a, he's a decent one. Okay. Okay. Um, Carl Anthony Towns, I I don't follow his game too crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I had to take a guess of what he does better, defend the paint or defending the perimeter, mm-hmm. my guess. Just my guess, yeah, would be he's better in the perimeter. Um, secondly, I um I can't ever see it being a bad thing having two seven footers. Mm-hmm. I, I, I that part I agree with. Like when you talk about the defense and you talk about having those trees in the paint, I agree with you there. I'm like, just sad that Pat, I'm just sad for them that Patrick Beverly had to leave behind him. Right. Right. I, I get that, too. Like that, that had to suck that he had to go in the trade. But I'm with you in regards to the height, you know, being in that front court. But I'm just talking about in the game that is today where a, a lot of small ball gets played like the Warriors, you know, and obviously they're the Warriors, but Warriors might eat that all day long. Yeah, I I. I... I'm not worried about that from that perspective. Rudy Gobert, defensive player of the year, you know, he's three been times. like he's defensively, times. he defensively ain't the issue. Mm-hmm. Um, and I and they don't need too much help scoring with uh Anthony Edwards and uh and, and Kat. Right. So I, I and they didn't have I, to give up D'Angelo Russell too. Like that's key too. So for me, for me, um I I think they kind of stay pat, but I don't think Rudy Gobert is a bad move. Um, I think conversation is stupid. Conversation is crazy. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. That's Com- crazy. Conversation is crazy. Well, because he's know. not going to get. Because I don't. Because I, I mean, maybe every now and then he'll get you a twenty-five point game, mm-hmm. but I don't see him. You know, I don't see him averaging more than fifteen and fifteen to eighteen a game. And I guess that's not bad for a center. Yeah, but. Um, you know, one thing he'll do one thing he'll one thing he'll do that won't get talked about a lot. He'll take a lot of pressure defensively off of Carl Anthony Towns. Yeah. And Carl Anthony Towns don't really I mean, he wants to play offense anyway. Yeah, right. So, you know, that I, I think that's a good piece of the puzzle in that regard. But it, it'll be interesting to see if this like catapults them in the West, like. Are they a top four seed with this move? I don't know that they are. They might be six. I think they might put them to six in yeah. the West. Yeah, you know? I don't think this does anything for that. I don't think this is all of a sudden a, a, a championship kind of a team, especially for that conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you. I think you could have got Kevin Durant 
for that conversation. And and to be honest, I, I mean, I don't know what Utah, I mean, Utah, I guess you got to ask to get it. But, I mean, they they asked for a lot and they obliged. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, for real. I would love to see what, what Utah's going to do with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the narrative is that Danny Ainge fleeced the Minnesota Timberwolves again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So what what happens to Donovan Mitchell now? Because they just hired this young coach, um, is thirty four years old, um, kind of like how Danny Ainge hired Brad Stevens when he was in Boston. Yeah. This kind of is like a similar situation. So they trade one of the best defensive players in the league, and now Donovan Mitchell is out here on an island by himself, uh, kind of because Rosso O'Neal is with the Nets. Uh, Joe Ingles is with uh, Milwaukee, and that 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 move right there, nobody's really talking about. But that Joe Ingles to Milwaukee, like that, that's huge. I think. Why do like, you think so? I, I don't think Joe Ingles is that 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 guy from three years ago. Um, and I guess you're talking about the injury and all that, and him I'm not being about, yeah, the same injury. He's older. I mean, yeah, he wasn't that, young when he was when he was cooking. Right. Yeah. I mean, that that's possible. But I mean, he, he's a good shooter, I think. Um, um I, I mean, but even he likes to get it off the dribble. He can shoot. Don't get it twisted. Yeah. But even right. he like to, I mean, from what I remember him in Utah, even he liked to get it off the dribble. Right. Yep. No, I, I agree with that. Yeah. He, um, and I, I, I think it's a good piece. I don't think it's a great piece. I mean, I, I think it's another shooter. I, it's another shooter. It's another shooter. I, I hope he's as good as, as as everybody. Well, really, I think it's just a trade. To be honest with you, I think it's yeah. a depth trade because they didn't get, they didn't lose nobody. They, Bucks didn't lose nobody. They're gonna they get middle, they're gonna get a healthy Middleton shooting. back, right? As, as far, far as shooting, as shooting right, right, and they're gonna get Middleton well, they back. Lost, when I mean, healthy. I don't know how you feel about uh, uh, Vincenzo the cat, uh, the Divic, but the he's gone. Yeah. yeah, oh, he he's is. Gone. Oh, yeah, he's gone. Okay. Yeah, I where he went to, but he's gone. Oh, okay. Yeah, because he was he came up huge for him a few moments. Um, yeah, that 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 that's. I mean, possible. but they got like you said, they got a, that. Um, I forget number. I think he's number seven for the Bucks. He's a pretty good shooter. Um, Bobby Portis. No, not Bobby oh. Portis. Oh, okay. Uh, he's a guard. He's a guard. I think he's number seven. Okay. Okay. But he's a but he's a guard. He's a pretty good shooter. Mm-hmm. Uh, Allen Grayson is a pretty good shooter. Um. You know, so I mean, I I hope it added. I hope it adds to that depth. Obviously, Middleton is a good shooter. Yep. Um. So I hope it adds to that depth. That's yeah. All I say. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. They they kind of stay in pat too, but you know they they got the championship uh, pedigree right there. So I mean, at the end of the day, Giannis is Giannis, and you know he gonna demand what he demand. Yeah. Yeah. No question about it. No question about it. Um. Forgot what I was. Trying to talk about oh Donovan Mitchell um oh. what what do, what do you think happens there man they, I mean we we know and, and we've said it they need to blow that team up I mean mm-hmm. look man Don I mean let that young boy the coach let him uh, Danny Ainge is there like let them just just build a new team mm-hmm. just build a new team stop wasting that man's time yeah I, I, I'm with you there man um. Where, where do you think he goes, man? I mean, I think there's rumors out there he could end up with the Heat. Um, what, 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 what you thinking? The Heat. But see, you gotta you gotta send people over there, and man, you gotta send people over there if you if Donovan and, Mitchell. 
Yeah, you're probably sending over Duncan Rob a Duncan Robinson, a Tyler Hero. Yeah, like you're yeah. sending over some players. Yeah, Danny Ainge ain't just gonna give away, you know, players. He he gonna get some stuff in return. Donovan Mitchell's a top, you know, top fifteen, top twenty player. You got you you can't you yeah can't just yeah um man. I mean, I kind of want him to go to a contender. That's that's the thing. Yeah, right. Right. I mean, the Heat would be a contender in this case. Yeah, but I don't think that the Heat thing, I don't think, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I think if, I think the players you'd have to give up to get Donovan Mitchell over there would yeah. make the Heat possibly would take them out of being a contending team. Mm-hmm. Right, uh, right. But what about the Lakers? That's, that's a possibility. Um, I know Utah would probably not want to trade with the Lakers, but um, if if they got the best deal out there, then that's what you're gonna do. I mean, Russell Westbrook for Donovan Mitchell and even swipe. <laughs> you know what's funny about that? Because <laughs> you know this history with Utah and Russell Westbrook, like that would be oh yeah, right, right, so wild. Right. He probably wouldn't want to go there. He probably wouldn't want to go there. I mean, not that he would have a he wouldn't have a say. say. Yeah, he wouldn't have a yeah. say so in it. But that would be wild if that were to happen. Yeah, that would be wild. Yeah, that would be wild. I- yeah, that would be wild. Um, but Donovan Mitchell in the Lakers with LeBron and Anthony Davis, if he could stay healthy, would be mm. an issue. Would yeah. be an issue. Yeah. That would be an issue. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That would be an issue. I don't know what that would know. be a, like that would be a real issue. Mm-hmm. But they still gotta fill out the depth of their roster. Yeah, too. sure, sure. But it would be an issue still. Mm-hmm. Like, no, I hear you. Could, you. Yeah, I hear you. Could, you could fill it with, you know. You know, kind of who's there, and that team would still be an issue. Like, obviously, they would yeah. need depth. Obviously, you're right. But that team with them three players on one team, that would be an issue. Mm-hmm. That would yeah. be an issue. Yeah. Because Donovan it. Mitchell would shoot your face off. That would be an issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What about a team like – nah, I don't, I don't I don't like Portland for him because it would basically nah. be the same old, you know, backcourt, you know, like with – Dame and CJ, like nah. it was them. It was them. Donovan Mitchell's like playing with Damian Lillard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that I would agree with. But yeah. I don't know that Portland wants to recreate that. So that that that's out of the question. Mm. Um, you know, you know, you know what's going to happen to when these trade rumors start to heat up again with Donovan Mitchell. I, I know the Knicks are going to be a part of the conversation because they always are. Um, realistically. We still got the draft capital to make Man, a move. I would say if I'm the Wizards, though, mm-hmm. keep you keep Bill, put Donovan Mitchell right there in, mm-hmm. at the point. Yep. And and if you can unload, I was gonna say, who you sending over there? Two first rounders and send Eva Rui. Or uh, or you send him. You saying Porzingis over there? Oh, I would, man. <laughs> yeah, yes. To answer your question, yes. <laughs> yeah. Two first rounders, Chris Stapps and either Rui or Ovi. Mm-hmm. You know, you can. That's a toss up. Whoever you want, Ovi or uh, or, mm-hmm. or Rui. Yeah, I take Donovan. I I I think I think Utah. I think. That that'd be good for Utah and the Wizards. Mm-hmm. You probably got to offer up a first somewhere in there too. I know yeah, you said that's what I'm saying. It's fine. That's yeah. fine. Yeah, that's fine. 
Because I know you, I know you said like you said second round picks, or you said two no, 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 first I said rounds. Two pick. I just said two picks. Two picks. Got gotcha, you. Gotcha. I just said two picks. But if yeah. you want to do two first rounders for the next, you know, two years. Mm-hmm. But Donovan, because Donovan, I mean, he ain't old. He ain't necessarily young no more, but he ain't old. Right. Right. Do the Wizards think about things like this sometimes? Because I, I just I, wonder I, sometimes. I, I feel. I, I don't. I don't think so. To just, just to be honest, I don't think so. I just wonder sometimes, man, like when it comes to trade rumors and stuff, they just never in the conversation. I think nobody, nobody wants to come play basketball in D.C. That that's wild. <laughs> I mean, I get this. I don't better. know exactly why. I don't yeah, I'm about to say I don't know exactly why. That's that's wild. I, I don't yeah. know that people want to play basketball in D.C. I mean, I get there's warmer climates out there, but but damn, like. I mean, I mean, we haven't been a good team for. I mean, I know we made the playoffs uh, two years ago, but mm-hmm. we kind of, you know, we we kind of just yeah. playing type thing. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't excited about it when we went. Right. Um, you know what I'm saying? It, you know, I don't know. I, for some reason, people don't want to come here. This is the place of uh, uh, second level watch talent that comes here for some reason. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, you had Jordan for a couple of years there. Exactly. <laughs> and he and he was still, you know, putting up 30. Yeah, he was doing all right. I mean, he wasn't averaging 30, but he was doing all right. Right, right. I don't know if I uh shouted out this man here, but he's also one of our big supporters for a while. Uh Big Kev 303, who's in the YouTube live big, chat. Yeah, man. Yeah, big big, big time. Show, man. We big appreciate time supporter. You. Yep. Yeah, we appreciate you, bro. Yep. Yep. Uh, congratulations on 300. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Appreciate Thank you. that. Appreciate that. I mean, I feel like I feel like for certain for certain people like that's that's their 300, too, man. Like Mocha Bella, man, that's that's her 300. Big Kev, that's 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 your 300, too, bro. Like you be here. You be mm-hmm. first one back when we was on the, in the Spreaker days. Yeah. First one in there between her, uh, him and Mocha Bella. First one in there. Like he definitely I feel like that's his 300, too, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just just kind of going back to that for a second, you know, you talk about the, you know, Spreaker days, man, um, you know, the phone calls we used to take. And, you know, I, I talked about one of the famous episodes was the Atlanta show live. But um, one of my other favorite episodes was when we had a show one night and we had eight callers um throughout that entire show like that was the most callers we ever had you know doing the show and it was the same night that the Odell Beckham trade went down from the Giants mm-hmm. to the Cleveland Browns and uh we had we had the other Kevin call in Kevin Gray um you know who's doing big things in Dallas now shout you know, out kinda, Kevin Gray. yeah shout out to him too um you know he called in and was like uh y- y'all know better than the disrespect you know, Odell Beckham in the move that the Browns made. Cause if I remember correctly, you was a little like concerned. Yeah, you was I concerned. Was. I was definitely and, concerned. And I was like, I'm not, I'm not buying in. Like y'all, y'all gotta, you know, y'all gotta, you know, y'all gotta do it for me to believe it. And I think they ended up going six and ten that year, followed with the eleven and five season when they went to the playoffs and and smoked y'all. But um but yeah, man, that was that was one of like that was one of my favorite um, episodes was getting those phone calls and the phone calls in general. 
was cool also, but yeah. obviously we changed format and you know we're yeah, we're for yeah, niggas be trying to talk for 30 minutes, man. Oh yeah, yeah, like niggas like Chief Rocker would call in and try to yeah. act like yeah, it's I a segment. Talk for 30 minutes, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember those days. And and I and I think in that episode with the eight callers in a row, that episode was the first one I think we hung up on somebody, and it was Grego that we hung up on because he started yeah, I don't talking. Remember that. Yeah, I, I remember it vividly because he started talking about, it was some Boston stuff he was talking and we just was like, all right, you, you, you got to go. <laughs> mm, yeah, I don't even remember that. Yeah, yeah. So, so many things about that particular episode I, I thought was, uh, you know, legendary in the history of the podcast. So I, I just wanted to throw that out there. But, um, you know, again, thanks to everyone. Thanks to the fans. Thanks to the listeners, the viewers, you know, for following us, going back to those Spreaker days, to the platforms we're on now, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, uh, Instagram. We, we appreciate it. Um, you, you got anything else, Maestro? I just want to make sure I ain't want to nah, you know, cut you and stuff. All right. No, no, no. No doubt. No doubt. Um, again, folks, uh, follow us on the Facebook page. Click the like button. Also follow us. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Um, follow us on Twitter. The handle is Barbershop S-P-O-R-2. Um, Instagram, you can follow us at Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. And the email is still the same from seven years ago. Barbershop yeah. Sports Talk 1 at gmail.com and uh that's it man uh again brother congratulations on 300 man congratulations my dude we 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 did it man uh and i I look forward to number 301 next week man yes sir no doubt no doubt all right y'all y'all have a good night we'll see you next week peace one love love.